On the show, Larry Barrio, and a bit later we'll be speaking with Wendy Lynn Snyder. Both of these great Ontario country artists have brand new albums to talk about and new music to share, and we'll get to all that uh, right now. In fact, we'll kick things off with my guest, Sudbury's Larry Barrio. He uh, just finished a great uh, a great event. It was uh, part of the Crown 26 Artist Showcase, part of Canadian Music Week, at the Cadillac Lounge in Toronto this past Saturday night. I had the great honor of emceeing the night. Stevie Joe was there, as well as Steve Rivers and Larry Barrio opened up that show. Great time at the Cadillac Lounge. Larry has a brand new album out, an EP coming in June called The Journey. And uh, one of the songs off it is actually his first ballad ever, Get It Right, the first time. We're going to play that on the show and talk to him right now. Welcome to the show, Larry. Thanks a lot, Dave. It's a pleasure. Uh, Thank you very much for having me as a guest. It is great to have you back again, and great to be talking with you after the uh, just a few days ago at the Cadillac Lounge. Let's do a shout-out as well to Irene Carroll. She gave me the opportunity to MC, and she was a big part of that night as well. Absolutely she was, yes. There were uh, so many people involved in that evening, uh, and it was just so nice to have you come out, especially just before you know our interview here as well. You get a chance to see mm-hmm. me play live, which is very, very nice. You were awesome. It was so great to, to see you live and then to chat afterwards. We got a bunch of photos, a few photo bombs on your part, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I snuck in a few of those. Yes, we did. You did You did for sure. Now, let's talk about that night. Again, it was part of Canadian Music Week, which was all last week, uh, and this was a country night, of course. Uh, Nashville's Crown 26 uh, brought it to us, and what was it like being on that great stage at the Cadillac Lounge? It really reminded me of Nashville. Uh, Nashville has so many of those those small-type venues yeah, uh, you know that it was really dark and it was quite a very very intimate uh, type feeling, mm. and it so brought me back to um, you know being in Nashville, having so many of these clubs that are down there. And uh, again, I was we were speaking earlier, and uh, the ambiance of the room, the feeling of the room was really really nice, and uh, same with the acoustics. So uh, it sure is nice to play on those stages sometimes, and just bring you back to your roots and. Uh, uh, you know, instead of being all the festivals and, you know, the big nightclubs and that. So it was very, very mm-hmm. nice. That night at the Cadillac Lounge, we t- we had a joke because Irina told me about this. The the tour bus that you <laughs> you had talked about parking right in front of the Cadillac Lounge there on Queen Street. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, I'm picking up my tour bus actually <laughs> next week. Um, and uh, we're getting it all ready to hit the road. And, you know, I was hoping to have it on time for, you know, this event. And I didn't realize where it was going to be in Toronto. Well, it's a good thing I didn't bring it because, um, you know, my wife spent probably about the past 20 minutes when we showed up just driving around neighborhood and up and down the street <laughs> trying to find parking. So uh, that's right. Uh, let alone at the tour bus, we'd still be looking for parking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. One of one of the songs you did there that night was a great cover, and it's on one of your earlier albums. Uh, tragically, hip a song called "Boots or Hearts." Yeah, 
that was uh, just absolutely love that song. It was recommended uh, to me by uh, a cousin of mine, very good friend of mine, my cousin in Ottawa, uh, about doing a cover. And I wasn't too, in, you know, I didn't really want to do a cover song. I wanted them to be originals until I heard mm-hmm. it in, uh, you know, Boots Your Heart by the Tragically Hip. And I just fell in love with it because I really liked that blue style. And we added a bit of harmonica to it and, you know, kind of made it our own, but still kept the taste to it. So I was very proud in order to be able to redo that song. It was a great song. Uh, I was doing some research earlier, Larry, and uh, it was interesting to find out the whole, the whole thing with your cowboy image started way back. And from what I read, it was due to a couple of uh, movie and a TV show, Smokey and the Bandit, as well as Dukes of Hazard. They, they had a, quite an impression on you. They sure did. You know, being born um, up here in a in a mining town, uh, and you know, loving that whole western cowboy theme. Uh, I just grew up just loving that stuff. Uh, again, you know, Smoking the Bandit and Cannonball Run and uh, Dukes of Hazards, and I used to listen to Johnny Cash on eight tracks and uh, all the old trucking albums and all that kind of stuff. I just really took a growing to like that kind of stuff, and that was uh, I wanted to be a truck driver and a cowboy and live in the Rocky Mountains as, as I was a kid. <laughs> it, it's amazing how these influences, uh, you know, hit us so early and in the, in the things that actually do that. And you mentioned Johnny Cash. And uh, I know another influence of yours, and if one of my favorite groups, probably my favorite country group of all time, and I got into them very early on, is Alabama. Tell me about uh, your thoughts on that great country group. Oh, they're incredible. I had the opportunity to see them in uh, 1988. They played in Sudbury, um, and uh, I got tickets to the show. We were seeing Alabama live. And uh, about three years ago, the first Boots or Hearts uh, festival, that was uh, that was held. I was had the opportunity to play it in the first year, and I got a chance to meet Alabama backstage and uh, chatted oh, wow. with the band, which was incredible. Um, I stood on the stage uh, while Alabama performed that evening on a side stage, and I ended up uh, chatting with this lady for about 15, 20 minutes and realized it was Randy Owen, the lead singer's wife, and we exchanged phone numbers and chatted for a while that night so it was just really ironic that here's my favorite band in the world and you know go see them in concert as a kid and grew up loving them and here i'm standing on the stage side stage with randy owen's wife watching a concert so i couldn't beat that that's pretty amazing i i grew up on all their songs bought all their albums and uh alabama you just can't beat them for for uh Great songs, whether it's up-tempo or ballads. Another uh, country group uh, royalty duo, uh, Brooks and Dunn, and you had a chance to open for them. I think it was, was it a couple of shows? Yeah, it was. Um, I had uh, heard that Brooks and Dunn were coming to town, and I contacted a couple agents, and they said they didn't have an opening act yet for them, but they said you can imagine the roster of people that are going to want to be on that show. And... um, I contacted a good friend of mine, Ron Sakamoto, and I, um, you know, we exchanged emails back and forth. My RPM album had just came out, and it was, you know, just being, uh, we had released a couple of songs off that album, and basically sold my package. And he really believed in what I had to uh, to offer, and uh, he sold it to Brooks and Dunn's management, and we ended up opening up for them in Kingston at the K Rock Center, and in my hometown of, of Sudbury, uh, and then there was wow. two casino dates which they didn't have any opening acts. Uh, but to be, you know, to play on two of their, basically one of their, I think it was one of their last tours that they did in Canada before they split up. Pretty amazing to uh, to have that opportunity and be, and be chosen to be their opening act. Uh, great duo, Brooks and Dunn. 
Uh, we're going to turn. We're going to get to your ballot a bit later. We'll save that. That's the brand new one that's uh, out at radio, and people can also get it from iTunes. Get it right the first time. But the first song I want to play, Larry, goes back a few years. No guts, no glory, and the video for this. Uh, you know, displayed your love of extreme sports because there was a lot of clips of that uh, in the music video for the song. Yeah, we. Uh, I wrote that song down in Nashville with a good friend of mine, Gil Grand, and I just wanted to write a song about just extreme sports and what we do in in Canada. The extreme sports we do in Canada, nobody has ever featured snowmobiling in a music video, uh, so we kind of compiled and did everything. It took us two years to get footage for the video. We got snowmobiling, snowcross, motocross, side-by-sides, mud-bogging, jacked-up four-wheel drives, and I'm driving the majority of every one of the those vehicles I just mentioned in the music video as well. <laughs> so I kind of show that I'm kind of, you know, I'm, uh, that's the kind of stuff that I do up here. And we released the song, and, uh, you know, my very good sponsor, uh, part of that owns the race team for Rockstar. It ended up being there, the theme song for the motocross and the snowcross uh, Rockstar season last year, which was pretty incredible. What an amazing uh, thing and, and a thing to do with the music video and include the extreme sports and have it get that much attention. And before we play the song, is is there some way, Larry, that expression outside of extreme sports, no guts, no glory, can can relate to the music business and what you're trying to pursue in it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny that you bring that up because you're absolutely right. People ask me all the time, you know, the music business must be so tough and everything. And I've been self-employed, uh, you know, probably 25, 28 years probably, because uh, before I started singing, I had my own sign shop. And, um, you know, I had a couple of employees and I've been self-employed. The music business is like you are self-employed. So regardless of what kind of business that you're in, you're always seeking for new customers. In this case, I'm looking for new fans. Uh, and you want to maintain those fans or customers all the time. So you always got to come up with new products. Uh, you have to impress them by your product. And in this case here, it's, you know, by singing. So it's no different from anybody else being self-employed. You're always looking for your own paycheck. You're always looking to, in my case, to write a new song, to deliver a new song, to deliver a new show, a high energy show, something that people are going to be happy about. Um, booking agents are going to be able to book me festivals are going to want me back because they enjoyed the show so you're always you're always trying to sell yourself all the time we're going to play that song now called no guts no glory and when we come back and speak with larry we'll talk to him about an upcoming tour he has planned songwriting and of course the brand new ep called the journey which is going to be out in june lots more to talk about with my guest larry barrio this is no guts no glory on in the country No, no. 
Sudbury's own Larry Berrio and No Guts, No Glory here on In the Country. A great song, and the video features extreme sports. You can head to LarryBerrio.com to check it out, or YouTube, of course. Let's get talking about the brand-new album called The Journey, Larry. First of all, tell me about that title. It was... um we got into the studio with uh, some good friends of mine, Brian Allen, which produced the album, recorded it with uh, Jason Barry down at Barry Tones uh, Studios down in, near Guelph. I was very, you know, very privileged and, uh, you know, to work with these two guys because they're just, they're incredible in a studio, unbelievable. And uh, a couple songs were pitched to us, and I wanted to write a song that was just about uh, about life in general and how to, you know, make decisions in life and try to choose the right ones as much as, you know, uh, parents and teachers and coaches will always try to line you up in the right direction. And sometimes it just doesn't work that way. And you take your own path and you learn your mistakes from that. And that's the journey in life. Um, and I also had a big influence, which was my dad, which unfortunately passed away about uh, two months ago. And uh, when we wrote the song, it was just a big, big inspiring for me to write um, something about that because my dad was such a big, big part of my life and my career. When, when songs are that vulnerable and uh, have that much meaning to you, I was going to say it's kind of hard to write. I'm sure in one sense it's easy because it's something you need to express, and it probably feels great to do that. But is there anything about it that uh, makes you feel a bit vulnerable? No, not really. I, I didn't. I didn't want to, you know, take an, a situation and and either you know take advantage of it or I, I just it was something I just I wanted to do. Uh, regardless of the mm-hmm. state that my dad was in, uh, you know, he survived from a brain tumor that, you know, at the time they only gave him seven months to, to live. And, you know, he lived four years and, you know, passed away at home and he was in great spirits all the time and uh, just a, a complete solid rock. And it just felt natural for me to write something, uh, you know, about him. That is going to be a song to look forward to on the new EP. And another one we're going to be playing in in a little while on the show Get it right the first time. You did perform this at the Cadillac Lounge this past Saturday night. The audience loved it, and this is your first ballad. Is it uh, a place you can get into to sing uh, a ballad like this? I'm sure you've covered a lot of them, but to to sing your own. It was really, really nice. My wife's been after me for a long time to say, you know, you really need to record a ballad. And my influence is, you know, listening to Alabama. Uh, they had so many killer ballads out, and Keith Williams oh, yeah. is a big part of my uh, – my career as well and listening to his stuff and that's the kind of stuff I would play live um, if I had to acoustically and so when this song was uh, um, you know pitched to me uh, Brian Allen got the song from Nashville and the minute I heard it I thought oh my god this is this is my song I have to do it pretty amazing and uh, we'll get to that song in just a bit songwriting in general as you said Larry you know you you pick songs from Nashville to record that other great writers have written. You're, you're a great writer yourself. When did you first start writing songs? Pretty well when I started playing guitar, and that's probably about 15 years old. And I would just, you know, write down some lyrics. And um, these days now, um, I, I'm i not a, a really good guitar player. I don't know all my bar chords and everything. I, I follow along and I strum, you know, throughout an entire evening and know all the chords that we're playing in a band and whether I got to cheat and use a capo and, but creatively to come up with new music itself. And I find that the music really makes a song, regardless of how good your lyrics are. If you've got great, great music that'll grab your ear immediately, you know, is the difference yeah. between making 
a difference between a good song and a bad song. And so that's my thing is that when I do write, I write with some people that have some really good guitar and music ears that they can really come down. And so that's how we write. I'll have ideas about a song and I'll say, okay, we'll sit down some writers and like, here's all the ideas. And I pencil down a lot of lyrics and words and ideas. And this is the whole theme of the song we want to write. And it's like, oh my God, this is great. We already have, you know, half the song written. Now we just got to call the music of it. And I give them an idea of right. what type of deal I'm looking at. And we go from there. As far as, uh, you know, because a lot of songwriters, especially if they go to different organizations that offer song critiques, uh, or it could be in any situation, you know, somebody will critique your song constructively, but that can be hard to listen to. Have you been in a situation, Larry, where somebody's said it, obviously in a in a polite way, but this could be stronger, you could try to change this a bit, the first verse needs some work, and how do you deal with that kind of stuff? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's a constructive criticism, as they would say, and um, you know, I'm, I'm always open to, to listen to that kind of stuff. Um, you know, you, you get it all the time when you send a song out to radio, uh, you know, some radio stations will critique it and they'll give you in their, their comments. Um, you know, the, uh, lyrics are good and, you know, our vocals are not strong or vocals are really strong. Lyrics are weak or music or production or, you know, and in some other radio stations, oh my God, this is, you know, we love this song. So it's very difficult to find a song that's going to please everybody. Um, but that being said, this is probably getting feedback on this particular song right now than I had. Isn't that great? Isn't that great to get that kind of feedback? And what, what kinds of things are they saying? Now, I'm just getting incredible feedback. Like, you know, wow, what a great tune. And Larry, you should have recorded a ballad years ago. And oh my God, your <laughs> voice is great on it. And, you know, yeah. uh, it's kind of like that hidden thing where they're going, you know, here's Larry Berry always coming out with these rockin' type songs, and then all of a sudden, here's this ballad that really hits you, you know, and you know, it's, and it was, I was very excited to do it. Um, it's a different side of me, and people are really seeing it, and uh, the compliments I'm getting now are just, they're, they're, they're incredible. I really appreciate the, uh, the fan support and, you know, the comments I'm getting on it. Let's uh, play the song right now as we are talking about it, and then we'll come back and uh, talk about a lot more, including uh, your 2010 video and song called Rock Town. We mentioned that at the Cadillac Lounge, and we'll talk a bit about it on the show. Let's get to that ballad now. It's brand new from my guest, Larry Barrio, available at iTunes. And, of course, be sure to call your local country station and uh, ask them to play it. Here it is. Get it right the first time on In the Country. Man, I ain't in no hurry. I warn you now, I got a real slow hand, and the night's still early. I hope you planned on all night long. I love you every way but wrong. Girl, I Very last 
That is Larry Barrio, his brand new song called Get It Right the First Time. And two things, Larry. One, I can hear that all over country radio. It's a ballad we need to hear. And two, I think you should be singing more of them. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, uh, uh, you know, listening to, you know, both songs, No Guts, No Glory, and Get It Right the First Time back to back, there's there's sure a big difference in, you know, the, the styles there. But um, it, it's so fun. When we sang it at the Cadillac Lounge on Saturday, that was actually the first time I've ever sang the song live. And uh, I felt so comfortable and natural and proud to sing it. It's a great song, and your voice really uh, does the song justice and, and sings it so wonderfully. I understand you've got a tour planned for this spring and summer. Can you uh, fill us in on some of those details? Yeah, we're going to be, um, again, really proud. Uh, got some. Good, good sponsors behind me, some really good su- support. And uh, I purchased a Prevost tour bus, which we pick up in about a week. And we're starting off as early this year as May 22nd. We're doing a rodeo up in uh, Gatineau, Quebec, um, which is a big part of, because my background is actually French. My last name is, is actually Bedio with the I-A-U-L-T at the end of it. Um, so right. I just changed the pronunciation of it or English so that it's easily uh, pronounced and, you know, and understood. So we play the Quebec shows and, you know, people love it. They want to hear the English country music, but then I speak with them in French in between songs and it really kind of catch them off guard because I, I speak well in both languages. Um, and then the rest of that, we're going to be Ontario uh, quite a bit, Northern Ontario, Southern Ontario. We're kind of like all over the place and we'll be ending off the tour at the Country Music Awards in Halifax this year. 
Oh, wonderful. That's great. Uh, later on in September. Uh, I guess the uh, tour dates will be available at LarryBerrio.com for anyone listening. Yeah, that's correct. We still we have some dates that are posted up there right now, and uh, they're still coming in. Uh, we just posted two more dates on there, actually, as of today. Uh, so we're constantly posting new dates uh, as they come in. That is so cool, and I'll definitely encourage anyone listening to check out Larry Barry. If he's in a city or town near you, head out to see his show. It's a, it's a great uh, great night of entertainment, great night of music. Uh, I mentioned Rock Town. That's the video from 2010. You dedicated it to the hardworking men and women in the mining industry, and it featured a lot of the uh, scenery in Sudbury. Uh, how special, and we talked about that on stage with the Cadillac Lounge, but how special is that song and video to you, Larry? That's probably still the one that hits home the most to me because it was written about uh, my town and I wrote it with Gil Grand again in Nashville and Gil's originally from Sudbury. So he fell in love with the idea about writing uh, the song and I pretty well had all the lyrics and the ideas and, um, you know, Gil came up with this hook line and, uh, you know, next thing you know, we got this, this absolutely amazing song. We shot the music video here in Sudbury. It was the first time a music video has been shot underground in a mine. We had a helicopter donated to us to fly by over sites over the city. And um, my dad uh, was, uh, has worked in the mines all his life, and he was a welder. So I actually have him in my music video uh, as the welder. Uh, two of my neighbors are in the music video. They're miners. Everybody in that music video are all miners. They're friends of mine, uh, except for two, the guy and the girl, which were, uh, they were, you know, the main two characters, and they were actors from Toronto. Well, besides that, it was yep. actual true mind in that entire video. And it just, um, you know, every time I watch it, it's it was so well produced and done. Um, you know, Adrian Cox out of Vancouver come up and produced the whole thing. It was just, you know, I can't speak enough about it, how proud I am of it. I think it's so great, Larry, that uh, your music, you know, it can not only be fun like No Guts, No Glory, and but it can also have meaning like Rocktown and, and, you know, be dedicated to, to the miners and the Sudbury area and I guess all over the world, people in the mining industry. I think it's great you can do something like that with your music. Yeah, it was. And, you know, when we did a radio tour, I uh, got sponsored with Ford Trucks and we wrapped an entire Ford truck, a dealership out of here, a Cambrian Ford, and they, you know, gave me a Ford uh, we wrapped the whole thing, and we did a big Ontario radio tour. And we went around, and wow. I did my research. And we have over 500 mines in Canada. Um, we had They employ over 2.5 million people, and that's not including all the subcontracting mining companies that go into it. So mining definitely does play a big, big part of our business in Canada alone that you know, people don't see because you just see a mine shaft, and you don't realize that it's cities underground, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, are mine the shaft here in Sudbury is a Creighton mine and it's uh, seven times the depth basically of the height of the CN Tower. Wow. <laughs> That's how pretty far amazing. down our mine. Yeah, so it's pretty incredible when you, you know, oh. when people realize that, I was like, oh my God, does it go that deep underground? And it and it sure does. There's um uh, it sure plays a big, big role in Canada for sure. It's pretty amazing, and people can uh, check out that song, Rock Town, at iTunes. Uh, go on YouTube to check out the great video for it. Uh, Larry, I want to thank you so much for being here. Great to uh, chat with you again right after the Cadillac Lounge this past Saturday, which was an awesome night, and great to uh, great to have you on the show now. Well, thank you very much, Dave. It's always a pleasure. We did the show you know, quite a few years ago on my RPM album, and I really appreciate your support and uh, and having me a guest on your show, and I hope we can do it again, and hopefully we can see you down the road and um, uh, again. Uh, I, you know, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much, Larry, and I look forward to uh, the next time in person or, or uh, on the radio. And uh, again, Sudbury's Larry Barrio, his uh, new EP, The Journey, will be out in June. Uh, you can get a single, get it right the first time at iTunes now, and his website is LarryBerrio.com. Up next, we'll speak with Wendy Lynn Snyder. If you love hearing the story behind the song, and if you love country music, then you'll love In the Country with Dave Woods. It's the online radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Maybe you're a big fan of Lisa Brokaw or love the sound of Paul Brandt. Maybe it's Dean Brody that gets you singing along. When you tune in, you'll hear from the names we all know and love to the new names that will steal our hearts. Dave isn't following the latest trend. This music is his passion. Tune in and get your country on. On In the Country with Dave Woods, where country music never goes out of style. Time to speak with another talented Ontario country artist. Welcome to the show, Wendy Lynn Snyder. Hey, Wendy. Hello, how are you? I am doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I couldn't be better. It's, uh, it's, everything's just going really well for us. Oh, I am so glad to hear that. I know that there's a new album, and I know that you do yes. a bunch of country shows. Uh, in fact, a, a, a classic country show. Tell us a bit about that. Oh, that's an exciting new project we have going on. Um, it's uh, it's called the Premier Classic Country Show, and it was uh, created by my husband, Kurt, um, and another artist, uh, international artist from here in the Niagara region, Elton Lammy. Um, so we decided, you know what, uh, we got to get uh, Classic Country back out there and people wanting it. So we put this show together, and it's so awesome. We... Uh, we do, uh, you know, right across the board, 50 years of classic country. A um, mm. few of the songs from my new album we put into the show. Uh, Elton does uh, a little bit of what he does uh, when he plays on his own. Uh, as you know, he's an opera singer as well. And, uh, yeah, we just actually had our very first show there on May the 1st, which was a huge success up at the Sterling Theatre. And we're very, very excited for it. We're getting a lot of good reviews, a lot of excited people wanting to book the show. So it's it's really exciting. And uh, I've got some awesome, awesome musicians on board with it as well. That is so great because there's nothing like going out for a night of classic country. You don't get to hear it as many places as we did before, as far as the radio, for example. But get to go to a great night and see Wendy Lynn Snyder and, and your band perform. Uh, if they go to wendylynnsnyder.ca, there's a video there with some highlights of shows. And you're doing a Charlie Pride song and so many other great country classics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You just can't say enough about classic country. You know, it's where the heart is and... Uh, yeah, I think people crave it a little bit more now. I think they're finding that yeah. uh, you know they can reminisce a little bit and uh, That's right. be nostalgic and go back and and uh, we love we love taking people back to you know bringing their memories uh, back to uh, the future. You know what I mean? So it's it's oh, a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, we have yeah, a lot of fun with it. Tied- our memories are tied to music, and we hear the songs, and we uh, we go back. We feel good, and it's just it's just a great thing. Let's talk about your yeah. EP. We've got a couple of songs from it, Wendy. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe let me know the title and tell me a bit about what we can expect on it. Well, my new album, um, the album's called Love Me Now, and I think that's one of the songs actually that uh, you're going to be playing. Um, yes. 
You know what? We just decided. I get requested every time we play somewhere, you know, because I do a lot of uh, the awesome covers, and uh, I get asked all the time, you know, where can we buy this song? And and we just decided, you know what? It's it's the time because uh, people love it so much. So we've we've put a mix of some classic covers and uh, five new songs on the album. Um, the title track "Love Me Now" is a new song, and it's actually it's a duet with Elton Lammy. And uh, it, it's so funny because if if you hear Elton sing on a normal day, and then you listen to this song, you people would say that's not Elton, but it in fact is. Um, it's so awesome. I I couldn't be happier with how the whole album turned out. And uh, you know what? I think the album basically speaks to who I am and where my heart is with 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 respect to the music. And uh, we're, we couldn't be prouder about about the whole thing. Really happy with it. Well, it's so wonderful to have this new album from you, Wendy, and of course we're going to share a couple of the songs on the show. People get a taste of it. Now, who is your producer this time around? Yeah, my producer this time around is actually a a Niagara native, uh, Dean Malton. Um, He produced uh, one of Shania Twain's very first um, records, and he also worked with Dead Mouse. Um, So, you know what, the guy has, uh, you know, some... You know some uh, good notches on his belt with respect to to the talent that he's worked with, yeah. and I, you know, if you ever go on his website just to look at the names of the people that he's worked with, I mean, he's a very talented producer, and he did a great job. He he certainly brought out, uh, you know, a little bit more from me that you know you get a little shy when you, you're working with somebody new, but uh, no, he we worked uh, worked really well together. Um, brought in Elton actually, like I say, to do the duet, but Elton did all the uh, harmonies on. The album as well, so you know it, it, it's uh, like I mean I probably will say it more than I should, but we're really really happy with how uh, the whole album turned out. And uh, actually, Dean and Elton uh, wrote one of the songs on the album, which uh, is our opening song for our premier classic country show. So oh, it's uh, you know it's all tied in together, and and uh, yeah. you know you just take the whole package, and and you you get a great show, and you get a great album. <laughs> That's a great, uh, I love that, the way you worded that. We're going to get to one of the first songs in just a moment, Wendy. But you you live in St. Catharines, but you grew up in, uh, I mean, St. Catharines is lovely, but you grew up in the beautiful surroundings of Tomogamy, Ontario. Tell me about Tomogamy and and just what a special place that is. Well, you know what? I was listening to uh, Larry a few minutes ago, and he's up from the Sudbury area. And uh, Tomogamy, uh, well, I, I heard him mentioning uh, Cambrian Ford and all that uh, up, up in that area and, and the mine, of course. And, um, yeah, I, I come from Tomogamy where you can't ask for a more beautiful place if you just want to, you know, relax and enjoy the surroundings of, of what nature brings. And uh, it, it's, you know, I, I lived there for, I guess, uh, about 12 years before I uh, went away to college in North Bay. But, um it's a beautiful place. I still have family up there. I grew up on an island, uh, lived on an island for about uh, five or six years. And, you know, there's nothing better than on a Saturday morning you go down, you sit on the dock, and you uh, have your uh, coffee, or I was young enough, so probably my orange juice. But, you know, I can just remember those Those were, you know, and, and the music, you know, the kind of music that I do, I can remember my dad actually, you know, sitting out on the dock, and he'd have the uh, the radio going, and that's what we'd be listening to is the country music. And uh, it just, you know, it, I, it just takes me back a lot, and I, and I really... Um, I get kind of homesick a little bit, 
you know, when I think about it. But um, we get up there as much as we can. And like I said, my mom still lives up there, so we try and get up there, you know, uh, every every uh, few months. But, yeah, no, you couldn't ask for a more beautiful place if you want to ski or, um, oh, you know, boating wow. in the summer. Fishing, of course, fishing. You know, yeah. there's, uh, there's lots of fishing. Lake Tomogamy is an awesome place for fishing. Um, uh, I am a native from uh, the Tomogamy region, the... Um, uh, off of Bear Island, there the I'm a status mm-hmm. Indian, so um, you know, so my family's uh, the Ojibwe uh, Indian tribe up there. So you know, it's nice to get out to the island. I actually, the last couple of years, I've gone up to the island um, and I've played. Uh, they have this uh, annual um, party there, so they've invited me up the last three years, and we've gone up, and it's kind of nice because you see a lot of relatives, and uh, oh, yeah. it's cool. It's uh, of course, a lot of mosquitoes and bears too, but <laughs> that exactly. comes with the wilderness. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's all part of the package. But even just the drive up there is beautiful. The closer you get, and just to, as you head into northern Ontario, so that's wonderful to hear a lot about tomogamy. Let's hear a bit about um, how much of you have I got, which is one of the songs from the new album. Tell me about this one, Wendy, before we play it. Um, well, you know what? I, I listen to um, a lot of inspirational speakers on TV, and and there's one uh, speaker that I listen to quite a bit, and one of her messages one day, it was, you know, God asking, how much of you have I got, you know, and I thought, you know, that is so cool, I really like that, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, couples will say, how much of you have I got, and and that's how the song ended up, is, is more in that kind of, um, a theme, you know, a, a couple mm-hmm. having having their little uh, spats, and how much of you have I got? You're out partying and you're out doing this, and how much of you have I got when you come home? <laughs> so that's that's where the song went, but the idea came from from uh, that particular um, you know thought process that the speaker was saying, and I thought it was so cool. Mm-hmm. So it, and the song is so uh, it, it's cool. It's a fun song. I, I love performing it. I love uh, I love the way it worked out on the album as well. So yeah, it's a it's a cool song. That's proof out there for any singer-songwriter that uh, you're going to pick up ideas from anywhere. you just got to listen to them, right? And you hear a phrase, as you said in this case, and got to just listen closely, and and you're going to get song ideas. Exactly. That's exactly how I work. I hear something, or somebody says something, or I read something. It's like, oh, I really like that little catchphrase, so I'm going to take that, and I'm going to expand with it, and there we go. That's generally how I do it. (laughs) That is so cool, Wendy. Let's hear the song now, Wendy Lynn Snyder, and How Much of You Have I Got?, here on In the Country.
That is my guest, Wendy Lynn Snyder. The song is called How Much of You Have I Got? And that's part of her brand new album called Love Me Now. In fact, we're going to hear the title track in just a little bit. Is the song available yet uh, on iTunes, Wendy? Or the yes, whole album? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you can get the whole album um, either on the website, iTunes, uh, Amazon, CD Baby, Reverb Nation, um, you know, all the major uh, outlets for that uh, thing. But. Um, um, yeah, I mean, the easiest part is probably through the website, um, wendylandsnyder.ca. So, yeah, no, it's out there. <laughs> Perfect. Let's encourage uh, our listeners to head out and grab that album. Uh, growing up, and you mentioned before, in Tomogamy, Down by the Water, mm-hmm. with coffee or orange juice, to listen to classic country. But you, you loved yeah. artists like, and still do, I'm sure, Waylon Jennings, John and June, June mm-hmm. Cash, of course, June Carter Cash, and Patsy yeah. Cline, Charlie Pride mm-hmm. probably in there, George Jones. Uh, what is it? How do you feel when you listen to those great classic songs? Well, you know what? I mean, it's it's great songwriting. It's so emotional. It, it's uh, it's true. You know, it, it's. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I mean, it's just um, it really brings out um, honesty in people when mm-hmm. when you know if people really really you know were honest with themselves about you know a lot of the music that's out there today and, and certainly not to knock any of it cuz it's it's all awesome music however it's what touches you the most and i just always no matter how much uh, you know i do listen to a little bit of new country i listen i love classic rock but my my heart is with the classic country and i guess it's because like you say i i grew up on it 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 brings me back to the memories of the time sitting in my grandmother's kitchen my dad and my uncles and you know my brothers and we're all sitting around the table with the guitars and you know and that's the kind of music that we were playing was uh, all that classic stuff that uh, is still you know everybody loves it to this day 
you know and and uh, I, I guess it's it's more because it really does touch my heart and and uh, you know everybody likes to go back in time a little bit exactly and that's what the great uh, country classics do for us take us back in time make yeah. us feel good maybe something specific comes to mind and you know we talk about uh, you know today's country music which is wonderful but on the classic side or, or at least a heartfelt song that is really catching my ear these days not sure if you've heard it yet Wendy but Eric Pasley she don't love you she's just lonely it's a great if you get a chance listen to that song it is it's sort of like a Keith Whitley song it's just very uh, heartfelt and uh, really stands out is that right? Yeah, I will. I'll have uh, have a listen to it. I mean, Keith Whitley. I mean, if it's something along the lines that uh, um, he did, you know, that's exactly it's going to pull at your heartstrings for sure. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those oh, heartstring uh, songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a good song. She don't love you by Eric Pasley, and it's just one of those. Again, every now and then, a song, a classic kind of song. Or maybe it's not one hundred percent classic, but it's certainly heartfelt, and it and I, yeah. and I do love it. Uh, have you, Wendy, had experiences to uh, and a chance to travel to Nashville? Yes, um, actually, my very first album, my husband and I—that's how we got started in this uh, crazy business. Um, my husband said one day, uh, "Let's just drive down Nashville." We had written a few songs here at home. Let's go down there and let's just uh, check things out. Uh, so that's we recorded the first album, and then uh, with the second album, I was nominated for some awards down in um, South Carolina, and. Uh, you know, we were asked to come down for the awards show, which we did, and we took a trip over to Nashville at that time too. So we've been down there a couple of times, and uh, the the talent just amazes me. You know, when you're you're listening, you walk down that, uh, you know, the strip of Broadway, and you just go into all the mm-hmm. all the uh, local yeah. bars, and you just listen to the talent. It's awesome, and of course, you know, if you get out to, we actually went to the Ryman, and that was. That was amazing. We had such a good night going to that. And I think we enjoyed that the most because, you know, you go into all the, like I say, I mean, the, the talent's great walking around listening to all the musicians out there trying to be discovered along Broadway. But when we went to the Ryman, that's where we heard the classics. That's where, you know, we actually was the best night was going there. We saw Larry Gatlin. We saw Mark Wills. And I can't remember. It was a couple of years ago. but um, But I do recall, like, that was, probably our, our most favorite night down there on that trip um you know again just uh, bringing back those classic country songs into uh you know into into the onto the stage and it was great it's a great venue uh the Ryman I saw yeah. Vince Gill there last year with some special guests and uh that was awesome and you you're talking about Larry Gallon I grew up listening to him all the gold in California uh, mm-hmm. A ballad of theirs that I don't know was a huge hit, but certainly a lovely song called I've Done Enough Dying Today, which is just a, a really heartbreaking song. Uh, but love the gallons. They, they had so many great songs. Oh, yeah. You know what? It's so funny because uh, um, I, I work full-time in an office downtown, and uh, I listen to an online uh, classic country station. That, that's what I'm listening to on my radio. And uh, okay. some of the songs that it's like, oh, my gosh, I've never heard that song from that particular artist ah. before. Uh, it's like, wow, I didn't know that they recorded that song. It's it's so cool. I think my boss yeah. just wonder if I'm getting any work done. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> but, but Sing no, along I to mean, the classic. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I prefer listening to that than some of the stuff that's on the radio, so <laughs> that's what I do. 
That's pretty cool, and it's great to hear, uh, as you said, artists maybe singing a song. Maybe it's an album cut or just a cover mm-hmm. they've done, and it's, it's uh, a pleasant surprise. Let's turn to uh, the title track of the album, Wendy, your brand-new album, which you said is available all all different places online, including iTunes and wendylinsnyder.ca. And this is a duet called Love Me Now. And maybe tell us a bit more about the song, and then we'll share it with our listeners. Well, many, many, many years ago, probably about 25 years ago, there was a newspaper clipping. Um, I lived in Burlington, and one of the newspapers uh, in the area, in the area, I, I clipped out uh, this little um, somebody had written into the newspaper, and uh, they entitled it "Love Me Now," and it was basically a poem about if you're going to love me, love me now. Don't wait until I'm dead and gone, and and you know where mm. I can't remember word for word, but it, it but it really really touched my heart and I still carry that clipping with me to this day it's uh, tucked away in my my wallet and I always uh, thought you know I'm going to pull that out and I'm going to write a song and I tried many many times over the years and just nothing ever sounded good or maybe I didn't have enough confidence at the time or I didn't uh, you know I just didn't find all the right words but um finally i decided you know what that's what i'm going to do i'm going to take this clipping out and i i pulled it out and i started writing a song and uh i mean it, the song didn't turn out exactly the same as the clipping because i, I just took the concept of the clipping and um wrote this song love me now and uh it's very cool i i'm really happy i'm even more excited because uh, elton um agreed to be on the album with us uh, for this particular oh. song it turned out so cool so yeah i'm really happy with it Oh, well, that's great, Wendy. Let's hear it now. Share that uh, enthusiasm and great song with our listeners, Wendy Lynn Snyder and Love Me Now on In the Country.
And that's a great new song from my guest, Wendy Lynn Snyder. Joined in that song, I believe it's Elton Lammy? Yes, correct. Elton Lammy. Sounding great together, Elton and Wendy, and the song is called Love Me Now, which is available on her new EP, or new album, rather, I should say. Uh, the name of that is Love Me Now. You can get it at iTunes, as I said, wendylynnsnyder.ca. The songs sound great, Wendy. I can see why you're so enthusiastic and, and proud of the new album. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I've got, uh, like I said, I did some covers on there, uh, Singing the Blues, um, I Saw the Light, uh, Someday Soon, Wayward Wind. That turned out really oh. awesome. So, <laughs> you know, I'm excited for people to hear uh, that one. Silver Threads, I love Linda Ronstadt. Um, Every Little Thing, Carlene Carter. Those are those are the, oh, the the bulk of the songs that people ask me all the time. Can we get that song? Wow. You know, have you recorded it? So we decided, yeah, let's do that. And uh, yes, yeah, so I'm really excited because, uh, like I say, we're getting a lot of good uh, reviews for it. Um, actually, Elton and uh, Darren Lachance and Peter Sisk, uh, the four of us are heading out uh, east to Nova Scotia to um, Jamboree out there. And we've got quite a few jamborees, um, you know, in Ontario as well that we're doing this summer. And, of course, um, um, excited when we uh, do the, the Premier Classic Country Show because, you know, Elton and I are the, the front singers. So, you know, we sound good on, on that one song. You should hear us in the uh, doing some of the classic duets, wow. uh, Kenny and Dolly. Oh, it's an awesome. It's a lot of fun, and we're really excited for what the future is going to bring for us. That sounds great, Wendy. I can see uh, why you're so excited with the album and the show and everything else going on. And, of course, people can head to your website and they'll uh, see those tour dates and they can check out the Classic Country shows. Uh, thanks so much, Wendy. It's been a pleasure having you back on the show. Great to chat again and, of course, to play the new music. Thanks for being here. Oh, I thank you very, very much. I really appreciate it and all your support and, and uh, to the fans as well. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be w w doing what I'm doing or where I am without all of them. So I really appreciate uh, the work that you guys do as well. That is awesome. Well, thanks so much, Wendy. And a big thank you going to my first guest as well, of course, Sudbury's own Larry Barrio. His brand new album uh, called The Journey, which will be coming out in June, featuring uh, the first ballad he's recorded called Get It Right the First Time. And he sounds great on the rock and country songs, and he sounds wonderful as well on that ballad. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.